We've got some hey, I'm Luis, and I'm Luis, and you're listening to the Content is Profit podcast. We spent the last four years learning the strategies and techniques from some of the top marketers in the world on how how to create content that turns into profit. If you'd like to learn more how to turn your content into profit, go to contentisprofit.com. Yeah, yeah, guys. Today, how artists can also build successful businesses. <gasps> That's pretty cool. And by the way, I did stutter a little bit in the intro today. Dang it's it. all good. Dang it. It's all good. <laughs> it always happens. I think it's part of the brand already. So it is. before we get started, please go ahead and subscribe. Hit smash that subscribe button and follow us on social media at VizBrosCo. That is right, guys. And if you find this episode impactful, please don't forget to share it and, and leave a five-star review. Yeah, yeah. So let's be real. The way we offer our service today, it was in some way inspired by today's guest. All it took was one question, but more on that later. Today's guest we met while curiously peeked into a photo shoot he was doing. His energy filled the room. Dude, he was awesome. Today's guest is an artist and an entrepreneur. He has both left and right brain powers. Let me tell you guys. He is not only a great marketer, he knows how to work a camera. Clink, clink. Every person we saw getting photographed by him looked so comfortable in front of the camera that they could have been the next Rolling Stones cover picture. True story. He has worked for Fortune 100 companies such as Salesforce and Microsoft, and he has also built his own business from the ground up. He is the host of the Creative Entrepreneur Blueprint Podcast, which launched as a top 80 podcast last year. He also teaches creatives how to make passive income, but most importantly, he is a dad of two awesome kids that challenge him weekly. That's right, guys. Please welcome the creative entrepreneur, awesome dad, and the photographer that will bring out the best in you, Mr. Nathan Freitas! Let's go! Welcome, welcome, Nathan, welcome, my man. Dude, I love the energy. Let's go! Wow, I'm I'm honored to be on the show. I don't wear hats a lot, but my hair looks like crap, so you're gonna have to deal with this. It's, hey, it's all okay, good. For those listening, guys, please go ahead and go watch the video because the way that he just entered this digital stage was amazing. Yep, and yep. Uh, you know his energy just like goes all over the place, and you know we're feeling it through the screen right now. So Nathan, completely excited, well, very excited and super honored to have you here, man. Thank you for for oh. coming and making time for us. Dude, thank you. I like no joke. That that is the 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 best intro, the best energy. Uh, uh, I, I'm honored to be here. Yes, hey, let's rock. Uh, <laughs> we we've had this a long time coming, right? I mean, we've been oh, talking man. since that one event. It's like, hey, we gotta do something together, and finally, we're here. Yeah, man. It was crazy. Um, do you guys remember how we met? By the way. Yeah, yeah, I remember. I <laughs> saw this room full of people and the music, the energy you get. You, I was like, what's happening in here? You know, the party going on. One of your assistants, she came out and she's like, hey, how can I help you? She was super nice. And we started talking and then she called you and immediately, I, dude, I think we, we, we connected pretty, pretty well. Oh, it was, it was instant. Yeah. <clears throat> it was instant. I, I remember you guys speaking in and I ran over. And what was really cool for me is, uh, and we'll talk a lot about this, uh, I have spent a lot of my life with these limiting beliefs. And so that experience that you guys were witnessing with me actually like tapping into my true self, right? So I was in flow state. There was no ego. And yeah, we hit it off right away. Yeah, I wanna I wanna I picture I, I wanna paint the picture for for the audience here, right? Like we're in this conference um that well we went to a conference and two days before we went to like a mini conference right <laughs> and uh, in like two rooms down this mini conference there was this room full of music party like food people were having a blast they were coming out of that room like laughing like oh my god i feel so good and we're like oh right. my god what is this is this part of the mini conference and it's like no it's not part of the mini conference okay so fonz is like peeking in and that's when like you come out and like this amazing hair like perfectly <laughs> perfectly comb like style i'm like i want to like be that guy 
I'm like, oh my gosh. And like, then, is he the model or the camera or the or photographer, the, right? And I'm like, oh my gosh. So, uh, and the people that were like on the other side of the camera, they were having such a great time. Yeah. And usually that crowd, which is full of entrepreneurs, people that might not be as comfortable in front of a camera, were having a blast. And these pictures were coming out like glowing. Yeah. Amazing. And they were so happy. And we're like, we got to dig in and find out, you know, how he does that and why he does it, especially the why he does yeah, it. Yeah, I, I think something that caught my eye was that people was leaving the room happier than they were coming in, <laughs> which it's, it's, it's big, you know, like that just talks on on the delivery of the product. So, dude. Yeah, dude, it, it was great. So I, I'm just happy. And, you know, we said in the intro, like you kind of started, you know, the way that we do business right now because we were exploring who that dream client for us as a company was. And we're having these crazy experiences and you guys, you were like, well, if I were to hire you guys, how much would it be? And we would turn around and we're like, Whoa. Somebody like him <laughs> could be our dream client. We never thought about it with like the business and the entrepreneur and, and people that are already producing content. So thank you. We just want to thank you publicly yep. because you set us in this path. So uh, very excited, man. So for the audience, who's Nathan? Like, what did you do now? You know, we said a little bit on the intro. So like, who are you, man? Like, what's the what's that fire inside of you? Um. The fire inside of me <clears throat> is to teach creatives how to make a lot of money. Um, that and that means photographers right now. Uh, it could be painters, uh, it could be bloggers, but it is anyone out there who might have this limiting belief that <clears throat> you know you got to kind of starve to to fulfill the art side of, yeah. of your life. It's bullshit. Um, I, I think, and, and the epiphany I had two years ago was that not only could you make an incredible living. Um, but you could do it by being an artist and by teaching others what you intuitively do. Mm. And so um, I have this, this I would say it's a, I don't know, I'm, I'm kind of blessed with this ability to think both artistically and as, as, a, as an operator slash business owner, right? So I can take big concepts, I can break them into consumable pieces and act out on act out on those right execute on those yeah um and that's a unique skill set that i have and i want to take that and distill what most artists or creatives think of as complex topics when it comes to running a business you know running a profit and loss sheet like how do you actually run a successful business yeah and and so i want to take my passion and my skills to distill that down into consumable pieces for artists that allows them to make a lot of money doing what they are born to do, which is create. Yeah, yeah. I, I love that take, Nathan, because, you know, we often see, you know, the, the artistic person like out there with, with their craft and the story is like they always have to do something else to be able to like do their artistic passion. And now what you're talking about here is they don't have to worry about anything external. They can just focus on what they do and they love Yes, because these things are teachable and uh and then they can execute on both sides without having to sacrifice time and actually do what they love to do am i right yep. dude amazing. yeah and and i know there's the, as someone who's listening or watching this I, I i get it right limiting belief right now is you're saying to yourself yeah but what if i'm not built to you know manage my my balance sheet or you know i'm i'm not an accountant or i'm not good at sales i'm not good at marketing and i'll never be good at that mm -hmm. that's totally fine but it's important for you as a creative to understand what makes those things work yeah. and how to hire someone to fill that spot what i see time and time again is these creatives they just get drained at trying to do it all mm. and because they're stuck in this creative space they don't outsource appropriately yeah. and they're shooting themselves in the foot so I, I get it, right? This is a, these concepts that I'm going to be talking about and that I preach about, they're, they are simple. They're not easy. Yeah. yeah. Does that make sense? Yeah, definitely. You I, know, I, I think it, the outsource parts resonate with me. Um, especially, I think, you know, I, I got into photography a while back. Honestly, nothing like your photography uh, and, and videography as well. And I remember that yeah. when I was pretty like, jealous of my own work you know i was like yeah i want to do it myself all this i want to make sure everything is perfect right it looks good so i think that for a while translated into the business as well and then i was struggling to 
delegate certain tasks that I should have delegated a, a long time ago, right? And I think it wasn't until we let go of, of that that I, it, it actually started gaining some traction and growing. So, I, that yeah, that that's pretty important for those listening right now. I'll, I'll say, check yourself and be like, okay, am I being way too jealous with all my things? Or is there anything that I can, you know, delegate right yeah. now that is going to help you probably even free more time to do what you want, right? And dedicate your time to the, like that one artistic side. Nathan, what was yep. the moment that you realized that, like, hey, you know, your, your passion, obviously, photography and making, like, people feel amazing and look amazing. And uh, there's obviously more to that. But, like, when was the moment that you're like, hey, I need to transition my mindset and I, like, my belief is just being, like, crushed right now and I, I can actually do this like when was that moment for you um yeah it's funny I, it, it, that question is I, I was I was vibrating on this level of, of this this topic that this question addresses so Fonzie as you're talking you know it's we we're talking about you know outsourcing this idea of outsourcing yeah and any change in someone's mindset or business typically comes through a force Right, and that force tends to be a moment of incredible challenge or slight challenge, but it's going to be challenge, right? There's some sort of angst. There's there's some friction that comes up, and someone says, "I can't take it anymore." Yeah, and then they make a shift. And so, for me to answer your question, I had that moment. Um, Woo! I can feel it, dude. I can feel <laughs> yes. it. I I, I, I I emote by it's, the way through tears. So it, it's, if you're watching, it's hitting off. I love I love it. I love it. Hitting up. Yeah. You know, and this is why I'm passionate. So, so the moment this hit me, like for for real, mm. um, I have spent. I'm 38 now, so I'll be 38 in November, and I have spent the majority of my adult life. Right, I was married at 24, had a baby at 24, and was starting to work at Salesforce.com. And I had a lot of pressure on my shoulders to be the sole breadwinner. Um, I didn't want to just survive. I wanted to thrive. And my history, by the way, before I got into Salesforce, I was a drummer. So I was touring around Nashville and kind of eastern part of the United States. Um, and I had this vision of being a professional drummer. I had built up a website. You know, I was out there hustling. And then at one point, I saw these other drummers not just not living the life that I wanted. And I said, the art, art is not for me. Mm. I, I can't make the living that I want. So, mm. and again, fast forward, I'm now married. I've got a child. Uh, I'm working in San Francisco in the Bay Area for Salesforce.com, which was probably one of the hottest startups in the Bay Area. They had just gone public. Yeah. So wow. it's about 5,000 employees and I'm working with them with a bunch of type A go-getters. So I'm getting up at 5 a.m., working out a little bit, hopping on my bike, riding to the train, taking the train into San Francisco, working until six, seven o'clock at night, getting home at nine, eight or nine, holding my kid, putting her, put, putting him down to bed, and then um, and then maybe hanging out with my wife for a little bit, and then going back to work again, because that was kind of the nature of my job. Mm. And so that was like my early years. And I just, so I, I started to grind yeah. from 24, right? And I was grinding, grinding. And it was great because the benefit of that. Oh, oh, oh. Oh, get a promotion. I get more. Sun. You yeah. know, you start to kind of live this life of. Oh. Sorry, you got cut off a little bit. My choppy. Got, yeah, yeah, you got cut you, off a little bit. We got you back. We got you back. There we go. Just, I'm back. I'm back. <laughs> um, where, where, where did you guys lose me? We started to grind yep. and at that age. Yep. Okay. So yeah, I'm grinding uh, at a very you know a, kind of a. There's a lot of pressure on me at that point. Yeah. And the reason I'm sharing this is because. To, for you to understand where I am today, you have to understand where I came from. Mm -hmm. And I'm not at all saying that you know my my life has been like some tragic event, but um, what I've gone through has formed me and it's, it's filled me with the passion that I have today. Yeah. So I I lived this this corporate life, and I was constantly looking at in my mind I was going to be a chief marketing officer for a publicly traded company, a tech company. Yeah. Mm. That's what I thought I was going to do, and. Um, it was about 12 years, 13 years I'd worked at salesforce.com. Um, I had now I had two children at this point and my wife and I decided to move back to Nashville, which is where her family was. Yeah. And I was going to take this, uh, I, I left Salesforce and I started to work for this startup. And again, my whole mind is like, you can't make money doing art 
even though while I'm working at Salesforce, I'm shooting weddings with my wife. I'm, I'm putting together like these really high end, um, editorial styled photo shoots. I was shooting with film analog cameras, like wow. learning from the best. I literally was taking everything, all the, like my networking skills. Like I would go and find like the most amazing film photographer yeah. and shoot him an email and said, Hey, can you coach me? Amazing. So I'm doing all of this in tandem, right? Yeah. yeah. But again, the limiting belief is, oh, I can't lean into that as an artist. I can't be a photographer because I need to make money. Okay. So I moved to Nashville. I work, I start working at this company and this is, this is where life just had a beautiful, uh, uh, way of showing me <laughs> that I was going <laughs> the wrong way. Um, I got fired within the first 10 months, 10 months of taking on this role. Wow. Never been fired in my life. So here I am coming from the Bay area. I've got ego to here, right? Mm. My shit doesn't stink, right? Huh? I pee champagne. It's like, like literally, <laughs> no joke. That is what you think coming from a company that's so amazing, like Salesforce. Yep. So I get fired. My ego is like just shocked. Yeah. Six months after that, my wife, who was like the person that rocked my world, <laughs> she was like, I don't think I love you like a husband. Wow. And we ended up going through it. I ended up going through a divorce. I literally watched the woman that I, I, I loved leave. Yeah. Right. Wow. <laughs> and it was, and so here I was, I, I didn't have the job that I thought I was going to have. Mm. I was losing this marriage. Um, I had moved out of that house and I was now living in a condo. I had a poor 911. I sold the Porsche for a Prius. You know, Luis, you, you, you talked about my hair, right? You noticed my hair. I cut that off. Mm. And so here in a matter of six months, I had gone from knowing who I was to, to that completely being shocked. I didn't know who I was anymore. I didn't know what it meant. Mm. Um, so my point is, this, it was in this moment of like grief and pain where I was just left with myself. Yeah. And I had an opportunity to really dig in and see what it meant to be me. And so as, as I grieved and as I spent time with myself and I did less, one of the things that I did more of was I started to dance. Mm. Wow. Um, I fell in love with moving body and doing things that made me uncomfortable, which is stand in a room with people that are amazing dancers and just be like, screw it. Right? Yeah. I, I like, it's like, like I, the ego was done at that point. It was, <laughs> it was done. It had no power over me anymore. I was like, well, shoot, I've been living my life this way. Yeah. And, um, and it didn't work. So I'm going to do it complete opposite way. So then I just started doing the complete opposite. So when I, and, <laughs> shoot, I'm sorry. I know this is long. I know, long good. We're really like completely sucked into this story. It's, yeah, yeah. it's so wonderful. Because okay. it shows how you rose from the ashes, like literally. Yeah. <laughs> and we can see the emotion in your eyes and how passionate you are about this. So I think I'll, there's a lot to learn from okay. from the story and, and, and your path. Perfect. I will I will wrap it up here, but I, I'm, I'm glad you're still tracking with me. I'm glad this oh, is helpful. 100%. Um, I started to do the exact opposite of what I normally did. So I was very type A. And I was very much a planner. I'd hired life coaches. I'd been working for them for 10 years, you know, seven year plan, reverse engineer where you want to be, what are you going to do, you know, the next week, holding myself accountable. That is the how I lived my life. I approached my marriage that way, being a father that way, my business, my fitness, everything was dialed the F in. Mm. And it didn't work. It didn't get me where I wanted. I had attributed my self worth to things I had no control over. So here I was starting to dance. Um, I was starting to do the things that I would not normally do. So I sat and I read, I read fiction. It sounds silly, but it's the first time in my adult life I read a fiction mm. novel. Wow. Um, and I started shooting more. I said, you know what, screw this. I launched a photography website, you know, nathanfreitasphotography.com. Go check it out. Yes, please do. Um, Amazing work. Thank you. 
So I launched that. I started, I just I reached out to modeling agencies in Nashville. I was like, listen, and actually at the time I had this obsession with the, the male form. Mm. Um, I was like, listen, I want to photograph male models. There's enough female models on Instagram. I'm not really worried about that. I want to show the beautiful side of a man. And I think it was interesting because it was tapping into this side of me that wasn't just an artist, but it was, I was vulnerable at, yeah, the, at no. the time as well. Right. So I was like, I want to show the vulnerable side of a man. And they ended up photographing like ballet dancers, like just in their underwear, doing these crazy movements, like bold black and white photography. And anyways, I was doing all of this. So I started to realize, holy crap, I love this. And it, would, it lit me up. It lit me up. Um, and how this all came together was I went to Funnel Hacking Live two years ago. And you know, here I am on this journey of just, just doing the exact opposite of what I would normally do. I gave away $30,000 that year to a family that needed it for health insurance. I, I invested like another 20 or 30 grand. I'm like, you guys, I'm literally like selling stock. I'm selling whatever I can yeah. to go to Tony Robbins experiences. I accidentally signed up for two CCX. Did you guys know that? <laughs> no. Accidentally. <laughs> accidentally. <laughs> yeah. I ended up accidentally walking up on stage. I thought that... Uh, it's kind of a long story, but I, I, I thought I was raising my hand because I had committed to doing the One Funnel Away Challenge, which is the $129 product, right? Yeah. And here I, and then they're like having people walk up on stage and I'm like, why are there only 50 people up here? You guys are a bunch of losers. It's just, you know, it's 129 bucks. And so as I'm standing there, I'm realizing, wait, wait, I just, I'm standing here with people that are committing to a, what, $32,000 a year program. Yeah. Wow. Well, again, I was like, well, I, don't, I wouldn't normally do this. This defies logic. So then I did that. And that was the epiphany, guys. That event showed me, uh, it's a much longer story, but in that event, I was seeing people that did not align to what my initial belief of success was, mm -hmm. right? That success was corporate, publicly traded, you know, like high energy, drive yep. the Tesla. That's <laughs> a millionaire. Yeah. But here I was watching people that were totally understated. They had no social media following. They weren't influencers. Yeah. And here they were making multiple million dollars a year in people's lives. Did I break up a little bit? Is it the audio is perfect? Yeah. So did. I mean you the the picture is like the most in, intense look, you know, you're giving people like, hey, listen and take notes because this is what what matters right here. Exactly. So we I think we still got you. Let's see. Can you hear us? I can hear you just fine. Yeah, I shut off my video for a second because it was just it was getting choppy. Yeah, it's all good. We can hear you. It's all good. So, you know, the camera is just going to have to uh, focus on Fonzie's pimple. But, that's, <laughs> you know, it's all good. Yeah. <laughs> By the way, we haven't talked to Philippe yet. Fonzie's pimple. Exactly. <laughs> so how are you doing? Wow, we, we named it and everything. <laughs> I see how it is, guys. I see how it is. <laughs> No, man, but I, I, I feel like, dude, this story is so powerful. Yep. Also, it shows that being vulnerable, accepting that, because we talked a lot about change. We talked a lot about um, how do we go from that place that we thought it was the path for us. And when something big happens, you know, we're chatting off camera about what happened with our business too. Mm -hmm. And how do you go from that place, change your perspective and try th new things where it's going to show you a new path, right? And we got to be open about it. And the fact that, that you came on, and 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 literally took that your own and be like you know screw it i'm just gonna do these things and try things out and uh and now you're able to give that message with your story with your powerful moment that happened and uh, you know signing up and being honest not only with yourself but with the people that you help now i i believe that the people that you're able to help are going to actually stick by you because you live that you share that and a lot of people are so scared to do that so i just want to say thank you for for sharing that wonderful story because i hope somebody that's listening right now take that as an example and dives in into the thing that they think is not possible that they think is not the path for them because it might actually be the path for them yeah it, it, yeah and i i would like if i were to distill everything down i just said for the past 20 minutes you know it's do the things that make you feel uncomfortable yeah yeah it is it is that simple actually right but we complicate it so much it's not easy again i say this a lot right it's simple it's yeah. not easy it's not easy to yep. stand there you guys I, I i have hugged 
my my wife is my ex-wife is engaged to be married the, the man that she left me for i have nothing but love for both of them it took a lot of work to get there yeah, yeah. but that was uncomfortable work you know to, yeah. to to hug that man was uncomfortable to think about doing that and now it's like no no issue next yeah you know and and, and i apply that it's been so cool to see that across business across fitness it all of that that general concept of doing what you uh, makes you feel uncomfortable is has changed my life, um, and that that's that's why the like like the core of what I teach is not the tools, it's the mindset first. Amazing. That's awesome. Yeah, I love it. Actually, funny that you say mindset first. Yeah. Literally today, I received an email, which subject line was mindset first, like the same exact thing. And it was actually an amazing email. So I'm like, well, I, I think mm. there, there's a message today that I, I need to, you know, take it because clearly <laughs> it's like hitting, hitting me from so many, from so many sides. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So yeah. thank you for sharing. Yeah. Dude, yeah, I love it. Nina, I, th I, I think we're going to have to do a part two to this because yep. there's so much more to explore. Um, I've got another 15 minutes, by the way. Oh, I just adjusted. And beautiful. Thank you. My uh, my spirit of delegation. <laughs> Beautiful. So, dude, like, thank you for again for sharing that story because yeah. it's, it's very really really hard to accept those moments. Like for us, it was. It's not easy to share that, you know, especially like when you're in a in a world that everybody has access to so much, especially with the with information with the content that you share. And we're actually having this conversation with one of our clients. Like, just be yourself. Why do we have to like mask ourselves? Because at the end of the day, you're communicating with like the dream person that you want to help with. And I'm sure there's a lot of people that have been in the position that you have and you have the tools and the experience to help them out the best way you can because you lived it. You can We could see it in your face when you were telling the story, the passion, right? And uh, yeah. that that's like a massive yeah. magnet. The, the, there's a phrase that you said that stuck out to me that you said, when you were left with yourself, that's when you learn how to be you and i think that's important mm. just because we live in a society that is just go 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 just so fast paced right i mean you describe it perfectly when you're working at salesforce wake up at five in the morning work out drive your bike work until sit uh, until like nine get home um and then you barely had time with your family so you you never had time to actually slow down and think right um yeah on, on like what is it that I want or who, who, who is it that I want to become? And I, I find that super interesting, right? Because again, there's a lot of people out there that preach hustle, hustle, go, go, go. Uh, and I feel like there's not enough people talking about slowing down and learning to be yourself. So in regards to that, you know, what would you say to someone? How, how could you change someone's belief that they think they always need to be on the go and on the hustle? I, I think you can argue both. I, I do think there's a time and place for both. Mm. The yeah. analogy that I go back to is think of every, everyone has a body. Everyone can think about how their body works. Okay. Yeah. If you were to run a marathon, what is the next thing you should be doing? What is the next, what, what is your body demand of you through the form of pain after that marathon? Does it demand that you run another marathon? Or does it ask you to rest? Yeah. Rest. My brother can attest to that. He was uh, like <laughs> in bed for like three weeks after his, his run. Pretty much. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I so love that. I, 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 love this, I, I love that phrase. Sorry. And I want to I wanna like highlight again. What like what is the next thing that pain is telling you to do? Mm. Yeah. I, I have been playing with this. You, you, you can disagree with me. And, and that's fine. I think everyone's built differently. Right. But yep. for me... A guy who has hustled nonstop and never read fiction for 13 years of his adult career life is happier, mm. more successful, and impacting more lives than I ever have, and I do less. Yeah. That's awesome. So it works It works for me. Yeah. I, I literally, I was, it's funny, I, I had, it kind of, I realized that today I was exercising Um, and I've been doing, I've always struggled with fitness. It's been a cyclical thing for me. Yeah. You know, I would have, um, 
uh, I, I, would, I would like do P90X and I'm a very like intense personality. So I would go all in for 90 days, like all in guys, the <laughs> diet, the movements, everything. And, and then I would crash Yeah. and I'd gain the weight back. I literally did this cyclically for again, like 10, 12 years. Wow. Yeah. And then I got turned on to this thing called intermittent fasting and reverse pyramid training. So he, Without getting into the details of that, you can research it if you want if you're listening to this. But I, I posted on Instagram today because I've been experimenting with this 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 theory, right, if you will, of creating space, doing less, not more. Yeah. And I've experimented with it with my spirituality, with my you know obviously just kind of mental um, uh, presence. Uh, I've been experimenting with business ideas and goals and projects as well as fitness. And so here here's. Like over the past three months, I work out three days a week. Mm. That's it. In the gym, three days a week, 45 minutes. And I just lift really heavy weights, like compound movements. Okay. You know, I'll do like a heavy squat, heavy deadlift. Today I was doing weighted chin-ups. So I, I put 70 pounds around my waist and I do chin-ups. And I'm not sharing those numbers. I, I mean, I don't care how many chin-ups you do. Zero. For me. Zero. Zero. <laughs> No interest, right? It's probably not an interest to you. I, I love to move my body. I love yeah, not no. move my body. I love it, to be able to lift my yes. body like that. Um, but here's where I share this. It's not to gloat, honestly. I, I really have no ego. <laughs> I, uh, no, I, no, no. We love it. I love it. Yeah. Go um, ahead. I realized I, when I look at my progression, here I am working out less than most would recommend. And I'm doing three exercises in each day. So again, I'm not in the gym. I'm not working out my biceps and my triceps. I'm I'm just doing massive, large movements. Yeah. And I have gained strength every single week. Wow. Every week. It's I, insane. I, I I'm think... working out less than the majority of the people, and I'm, I'm getting stronger. And, and I see that in all areas of my life. I, I think this is such an important point, it, and I'm glad you brought it up. The fact that is like what works for you. Right now, we live in a society where everybody tells you what to do. Like, you know, or, or everybody, let me rephrase that. Everybody's searching for somebody to tell them what to do. And then when they find something and then execute and they don't get the results, they blame the other person. And they don't look back at themselves and be like, what actually works for me? Am I willing to try this? And if it doesn't work, try something different. And if it doesn't work, try something different. And if it doesn't work, try something different until I find what works. Yeah. Well, I, I think that too comes to taking responsibility of your own life. You know, I mean, you cannot mm -hmm. go, if you know you're gonna go and try multiple things, then you cannot also go and be blaming everybody else for the results that you are getting personally, right? Like own your results and be like, okay, what am I doing wrong? You know, maybe the methodology that that person is teaching is not the right for me at the moment. Okay, let me go ch and check who has it, right? Yeah. Um, and I want to clarify this, the zero that my brother mentioned, just so you know, that's the zero number of the chin-ups that he can do. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Oh, he can do uh, zero chin-ups. Right now, zero. <laughs> I, I might be rolling down the street soon. You know, I, I, used, to, I, I used to play, I so yeah, I used to play soccer and now I keep eating like I was playing soccer, but I'm not playing. So you know, it's, it's okay. It's coming. Uh, and actually, I want to, you know, go back to the lessons more. I think that's an, interesting paradox right i mean yeah less is more and you, you describe it through this analogy of like working out right which i think is amazing honestly I, I i think i'm a little bit like you that i get all in into something you know and then i stop completely um fun super random story the other day we were like trying to get into rollerblading dude i was rollerblading <laughs> oh for my like gosh that's coming back yeah yes. it is coming back and i was like rollerblading <laughs> to the office dude and i literally ate it like i was on the on the middle of the street there's like this little slope and i just like flipped dude and i landed on my back in top of my backpack with the computer i i like messed up my wrist and I haven't rollerbladed since. I was like, nope, that, I'm that, done. That's next, it. Ne next thing, right? <laughs> um, but I, where I wanted to come is the kind of like, I love what you said about there's a time and place for both hustle and kind of like that stillness. Um, yes. And it, it, I'm going to be honest, it's the first time I, I hear that. And I really like it because I'm relating it to something we've heard in one of our previous episodes, which is kind of like a lot of people, they want balance, right? And we've heard uh, Myron Golden said, you know, that like balance is like seasons of life. Like there's a season where 
you have no balance and you're working and then there's a season that you get, you know, to take some time off and whatnot. So I'm actually relating that to what you said of pretty much the hustle and stillness. And if I'm being honest, it makes a lot of sense. Like sometimes, yes, you need to, okay, let me slow down, plan, come everything together, you know, give stuff some real thought. And then it's like action mode and some, some time to execute. So I love it. And I, and looking back at it, I think burnout, some people that feel burnout might be that they are mistaking their seasons, right? They are maybe in a season where they need to slow down and they're trying to push that hustle, hustle, go, go. Mm. Mm. I have a lot of friends that are, um, well, not a lot. I have five core friends in my network right now that are close friends that are really into astrology. Mm, and they take it they take it one that you know based on your stars right so yeah. I, i know very little about this but i know that they've gotten it down to the minute you were born where you were born like the city you were born in the minute you were born the planets were in a certain rotation right wow. yeah and based on that there's the astro you know astrology believes that their your life has these cycles and so there's multiple times where they'll say you know, oh, I'm not, I'm, I'm, I just realized, oh, I'm trying to produce something in my cycle of rest and mm. I didn't realize it. Uh, so I don't know if that resonates with anyone, but a hundred percent, we actually yeah. have a, a, a team member that she is big into astrology. So the fact that you mentioned that it's, yeah. uh, it's incredible. And every time we, we go through these morning meetings and we explain what's going on in the business, like, Hey, can we, how can we do this? And in middle, she goes like, Oh, that's why X, Y, and Z in astrology is happening right now. And we're like, oh, well, that mm -hmm. makes sense. So, yeah. so she's now, you know, looking up for us on that side. We're like, hey, guys, just prepare <laughs> for this. Just make sure that you have everything in place <laughs> to make sure yeah. that, that it works. And it has been working, which is amazing. Be, be open I have a, I have a, to new ideas, right? Well, I have a quick tip. I know you guys have a question, but I have a quick tip for someone as we wrap up this, this topic of creating space. Yeah. Um, there is a book called The Artist's Way. And one of the first like two or three chapters the author talks about i forget her name and i'm sorry um but uh, she talks about this practice was called the morning pages mm. and i have been doing this and this has been a life changer it's funny my coach asked me recently she's like nathan you're getting so much done yet you seem really relaxed what are you doing <laughs> i said morning pages awesome um and it's really simple it is you sit down and you set a timer for I think it's 20 minutes. It might be 30, but I do 20 minutes. Set a timer for 20 minutes and you just write in a journal. Mm. And you just write anything that comes to mind. And that's the cool thing about it. This isn't about like, you know, dear journal. I mean, you read through mine, yeah. mine will say, my body feels like shit this morning. You know, yeah. it's like, that's some, some like, I just start like, oh my God, I'm exhausted. Or, oh my gosh, I'm so excited. But I just start writing. Yeah. And you don't go, you don't take notes you know, after the fact. You just write. And what's really cool is as I've been doing this, ideas pop into my head. People that I have to reach out to come into my mind. Mm. And I'll take a little note on the side, like, oh, reach out to so-and-so. And then I'll go back to my journaling. But mm. I, it's, there is nothing else. There's no distractions. This is not digital. Yeah, uh, I've tried that. doesn't work. Get rid of this. Turn your cell phone off. You literally just take your notepad paper and pen and just write old school yeah. and it'll change your life love it mic yeah. drop and no, podcast no. see you guys <laughs> and podcast that's it dude i i, I think i mean everything I, that you've said yeah is very powerful like you you speak from a place of of passion you've been there you want to you want to help people. and action uh, passion yeah. and action and execution i like yeah we were like uh, diving into your show earlier this morning And uh, I landed on that, on the episode that you said, you know, less is more, right? Like do the not mm -hmm. to do list, right? And uh, yeah. we're so caught up on like all these things that we got to do. And sometimes we get super overwhelmed. So I think that's a very, very smart move. And not a lot of people think about that. So thank you. It's a balancing act. It really is. Exactly. There, there's, there's a book that I read that <laughs> it took me down another path for like six months. <laughs> And that was David Goggins. You mm. can't hurt me. Yeah. You read that one? Haven't it's, haven't it's, read it, but it's on the list. Yeah, I, I, <laughs> I've I've heard a lot of his, yeah. his interviews. Okay, yeah. So you get it, right? It's the yeah. complete opposite of what I'm talking about. <laughs> yeah. Um, but what's cool though is in that book, he actually talks about 
yeah, if you're not familiar with the book, he's basically this guy is a crazy ex Navy SEAL <laughs> yeah, he's, who he's just demolishes his body. I mean, <laughs> literally, you know, for him is like, you know, how, how, how fast can I do 100, bur- 100 burpees, you know, in under five minutes? Exactly. Uh, yeah. <laughs> anyways, but, but he talks about his body breaking down and mm. um, having to start a yoga practice because he just was, he mm. couldn't physically move anymore. Yeah. Uh, he yeah. had killed him. So I, I, uh, I think this goes back to, you know, finding what works for you. And, you know, obviously, you know, the, the focus of the show not only entrepreneurship but like with those little actions like sometimes we get caught up in like oh man like this is not this is not working should i keep doing it like am i like is this actually impacting me negatively if it does it's okay to move on and, yep. and try something different I, I, I think is is equally important to learn when to quit certain things um i don't mm. think that's often talked about but a lot of people are like yeah you know like stick to that together like hey if it's no working after a while like and it's you know making you miserable probably it's not the right thing to stick to uh so it's probably okay to to quit that activity don't quit your goal and your dreams right like find find a way uh and we always say consistency is key and i i agree yeah but again if if you're being consistent with that activity but then it's just making you miserable say okay time to quit this one and move on to the next one yeah so Mm -hmm. Nathan, we have a couple questions for you uh, yeah, as, as we wrap up the show. The one is, the, I mean, obviously the show is, is packed with like action points, I feel like. Yeah. It's like we're going to have to like do all the notes. But what is something that people can do today to, you know, move on their journey, right? Like if they are in the situation like you were, what is something that they can execute today that's going to help them move forward? All right. Do your morning minutes. That's one. I'm like, I'm like, this isn't mind blowing, super tactical, executional stuff. Love it. If you don't have space in your day, give yourself 20 to 30 minutes first thing in the morning without picking up your phone and write freely. Let yourself just be, create that space. So that's number one, action step number one. And then the other step is to start getting used to doing things that make you uncomfortable. Uh, Tim Ferriss, if you look up, actually, Four Hour Body, I believe, is the book where he starts to talk a lot about this practice, um, and I loved it. I, and I've done this. I mean, I'll give you an example of one of the exercises that I do to get my mind used to being uncomfortable. Uh, in the middle of a grocery store, while waiting in line to check out, I'll lay on the ground for ten seconds and not move on my back, looking straight up at the ceiling. <laughs> I, I would love yeah. to see this live. Like <laughs> I, I would love to be in that store and watching you do this and then just look at the other people looking at you. Because well, I'm sure that happens. Yep. Well, you can do yep. it and then you can look around and see what people... I know. That's good. Ah. You can do it. Love Did it. We, get we, to do it. We should make this a this challenge. Night. Yeah. But it, it, it's the simple things like that. Yeah. Uh, you know, I was riding my bike at, um, at a park running my dog and... I went by this beautiful woman and I like, I literally smelled her scent after I passed her and I'm like, screw this. I turned around, <laughs> <laughs> was incredibly uncomfortable. We're walking. I was like, Hey, I, I don't mean to interrupt. I had to come back and say hi. And you know, we've been dating ever since. So it's like, Good. wow. You know, you got, you got to do what makes you uncomfortable. Yeah, so, that's true. I, I, I love I'm going to, I'm going to write that one down. <laughs> yeah. You know, Fonsi is uh, recently single. So, uh, he's definitely taking out on that one. Don't, 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 give, don't. Give, your spa- give yourself space first, dude. That, that's true. No, no, I, I agree. Is, I agree one hundred percent. That'll be post pimple. Yeah, po- yeah. Just make sure that pimple is not there. <laughs> right now, you're dating Philippe. Exactly. <laughs> that's true. Yeah, we're, we're in a close relationship right now, dude. I, <laughs> I love it, dude. Nathan, the, the next question is obviously we know that you have an amazing podcast. I would recommend everybody listening now to go check him out. Uh, let me find it so I don't... The Creative Entrepreneur, Entrepreneur Blueprint. Blueprint Podcast. Pim, pim. Yep. I love it. I love it. Um, yeah, we, you, we're big fans, by the way. Like, we're already, like, subscribing and ready to go. Um, what, where will you not, be? Not a big enough fan where you can't recite the name. I know. That's true. Eh? No. Ooh. For the record. Ooh, like, ro- roast him. That's right. It's okay. It's okay. I accept. Content is profit. Dude, we're, we're live. There's yours is there's easier to say. Nerves, nerves just like hit me. That's all. Nah, I'm teasing. No, but, but no, you're you're right. 
No, but you're right. You're right. I literally binge watch, uh, binge listen like three episodes like last night. So it's like, oh my god, it's good. It's really good. The not to do list, like, really like hit me. I'm like, I need to do that because my list is massive. And again, like when you don't achieve all of that, then what? Where's oh, the mindset? So if, if focus on that, on the and the not done, except you know, instead of the done. So it really hit me. So thank you for bringing that point. Um, yeah. Anyways, so amazing podcast. You publish regularly. You've committed to this. Where will you be without publishing? Um, I don't have a. I'm gonna. I'm gonna. I'll take a step back. I, I was here. I am like disqualifying my answer, which is just another example of the ego trying to kind of take over and discredit myself. Um. You guys, I wouldn't have the confidence. I wouldn't have uh, the the experience. I wouldn't have articulated my voice. What I mean by voice is you as an individual, as a brand, have a voice. It's what's attractive to your customers. And you can't get to that place. And I'm still refining it. Mm. That, that confidence and that voice comes through repetition. It comes through trial and error. I wouldn't be able to stand here and comfortably have a very vulnerable, powerful conversation with you guys. Like this is not stage voice, Nathan. Yeah. This is my biggest hangup with content right now and what people post. It's not authentic. Yep. Yes. A amen it's, to that, man. Yeah. Thank you. Mm -hmm. It's like, it's like, it's funny. I've, I've been on podcasts where you like you turn on the podcast and then it's like, hey, welcome to the podcast, and I'm gonna be your host <laughs> for the next twenty minutes. <laughs> Legit, the radio voice. Yeah, uh, that was yeah, my radio yeah. voice in the five episodes we haven't published ever. So. <laughs> Dude, this was cool. You know, I I loved it. like your intro. Like you stuttered. Like that's awesome. It's human. We're all humans. Yeah, you had to see. You had to see Wednesdays. <laughs> it was hor it was horrible. We're, we're, we're gonna. Oh, Fonzie completely messed it up. But we're gonna. I think we're gonna launch a contest on like everybody like pointing out those blooper. Parts. It, 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 uh, is it, is yeah, it yeah, the yeah. fail forward part, right? Like we got to embrace that. Yeah. We're going to make mistakes. And uh, honestly, I, I feel that makes it more authentic and connects with people. And I'm going to attest to what you just said because, I mean, we met you in real life, right? And we were in that photo shoot. And, dude, your energy, yeah. everything is exactly the same as you're portraying it right now through the podcast. And I think that is so key what you mentioned, you know, like getting to know your, your voice um, through publishing Honestly, I think that has been one of the biggest, mm. Uh, mm -hmm. most important mm -hmm. lessons we've learned through our publishing journey as well, which is kind of like finding who we are and learning how to express your ideas because that is huge. Massive. Yeah. Dude. You get to try out stories and mm -hmm. see what responds. Because, I mean, in full transparency, I haven't figured it out. Yeah, uh, it's know, a like, journey. I, I'm not generating any money from my content. You know, like I'm I'm sharing content right now for myself. Yeah, you know, it's like you know, I I feel like this would be helpful, so I'm going to share this. Yeah, I, I I find it's funny. Like a lot of people, you know, when they see their name, right? Content is profit. We define profit as not only money, but mm. what what are we learning? What's the value that we're creating while we do this thing? Because this whole show started for us. Started. To, like you said, find our voice, get comfortable, learn a ton from other people like you and the other guests that have been here on the show. So for us, that's profit. The relationships that we might be able to build, we never know where when where life is going to take us. But what yeah. an incredible way to share knowledges, agree or disagree, right? Yep. And uh, it's been a, an amazing, wonderful journey. And I'm sure that you've had probably the same experience. And uh, a lot of people, I think a lot of people, if not most of the guests have said what you said. I'm not perfect. I'm still developing. I'm still working on this. Yeah. So, yeah. Thank you. Thank you for that. Nate, I know that we need to wrap this this thing up. Uh, where <laughs> this <laughs> up? <laughs> My English hey, is hey, not very on, good. Hold looking. on. Hold on. Real quick. I, 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 I'm going to let you ask that question, but. I've never actually gotten to the end of one of your episodes. Do you guys do like a high energy outro? Uh, you're about to oh, see. Oh, baby. <laughs> surprise, surprise. Okay. <laughs> All right. Okay. Please. So, uh, sorry, go ahead, Luis. I know we went super deep today. I, 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 I love it. Dude, yeah. I, I, honestly, thank you so much. I love the conversation. It was 
Amazing. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. So where can where can people find you, Nate? Like where if they're interested to learn more about you, learn more about your business, learn more about like what you share with the world, where can people go? I think the best spot is going to be the creative entrepreneur blueprint. Um, you should be able to get access to it on any any platform where podcasts are streaming. Um, that is my baby. Um, I've got the most amazing guests on there. Um, I also do some so a series of sessions I call morning minutes, and it's me just riffing on an idea first thing in the morning um, after I've journaled. So take a listen there. That that's my I put my heart and soul into that thing, and I think you'll get the most out of that. I love, love it. I love it. I think that the morning minutes might be like our, like our Tropic Thunder Thursdays. Well, yeah, Ish. Kinda. it could be no, but, but better. Uh, no, I don't, I don't think so. <laughs> I, I, I think it is different different concepts. Um, but I, I love the idea. You know, uh, we actually recently started a new segment called Content <laughs> Bites, where literally yeah. we just like yeah. bring people. Uh, it doesn't matter, you know, how far into their publishing journey they have been, and then we just talk about anything. Mm -hmm. And dude, we've had some really cool conversations with, with some people so I, know, I do encourage people to actually come up with their own you know uh morning minutes like like nate here and you know those little go things execute yeah man. those little things actually like bring so much joy go go dancing go smell some women in the park <laughs> <laughs> i'll be a little creepy but hey, i'll add there you know like i'm sorry this is my third tip right the first one was create space morning pages yeah second one was do things that make you uncomfortable. But the third one, or finish this off, is don't be obsessed over the outcomes. Mm -hmm. Do you remember mm -hmm. when we were kids, you guys? Do you remember, like, honestly, like three to five years old, we would do anything. Anything. We were, there was yep. never a voice in our head that said, that's not possible. We'd, we'd jump off the bunk beds because we thought we could fly. Do you remember doing all that crazy oh, stuff? Oh, yeah. We were Power Rangers. That was yeah. our thing. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I, I think if we can go back that childlike mm. state when we go through life, um, I, I'm I'm convinced that uh, not only will we be more successful, but you're obviously be more joyful. <laughs> yeah, All right. I love it. Dude, yeah, Nathan, thank you so much. Thank, for thank you so much. Uh, don't hang up. Thank we have you. two minutes with you um, after this. But with that being said, guys, thank you so much for tuning into the Contents Profit Podcast. Woo! Please go ahead and hit the subscribe button. Follow us on social media at Biz Bros Co. Let's go, guys! And if you found this episode impactful, which I am sure you did, don't forget to share it and and leave a five star review. Boom! Woo! <laughs> Let's go! Love it! Love it!